Hey there, Megan here for the week three final project podcast. Uh, so we'll just jump right in here. Um, this is for the final project, uh, the reflection podcast. And the first question asks, how do your lessons use differentiated instructional delivery methods to promote a student centered learning environment that meets the needs of a diverse student population? Uh, and that is absolutely mouthful. So, um, first of all, I recently uh, was given a new student halfway through the semester. And uh, to make this short and sweet, this particular student is hearing impaired. And she is the first hearing impaired student that I have ever dealt with in my teaching experience. Um, So this, uh, it wasn't the biggest challenge in the world, uh, but it definitely made me see things a little bit differently because, you know, she doesn't have any uh, hearing assistance devices, hearing aids or cochlear implants or anything like that. Um, she literally just reads lips. Um, and so, you know, that wasn't something that I had ever, uh, thought about implementing, um, into my lesson plans before because I had never experienced it. Uh, but it is something that I should definitely think about now. Um, so what I've had to start doing is since she can only read lips, uh, you know, in order to, to hear the lessons, of course, she can see the notes and she can take the notes. Um, but, you know, a lot of notes require explanation. And, you know, with that being a verbal component of the lesson, she can't hear any of that. So I have to make sure that I'm facing her in order for her to uh, understand what I'm saying. Um, and another thing is, you know, I have to allow her some extra uh, time to be able to process things because she doesn't quite process things uh, mentally the same way that uh, hearing people do. And uh, so this has been a, a wonderful new experience for me. Um, but uh, in, in another way uh, for differentiated learning, uh, Duolingo, which I've talked about before, is wonderful because it pulls in so many different uh, multimedia things that allow for differentiated learning um, with those things being both audio, visual, text, the ability to record themselves and listen to themselves, um, the ability to type their own uh, Spanish sentences and paragraphs. Um, And it it really is just great because it, it allows all of my students to be able to do something that each of them is good at, you know, because some students are good at, reading. Some students are good at speaking. Some students are good at connecting visual things to textual things. And so this is really great for them. Um, The other question asks, what are some specific examples of how multimedia you created or selected can be integrated with various types of learning strategies to increase student engagement? All right. So previously I made the uh, the original multimedia project from last week, uh, which was a PowerPoint that I did on reflexive verbs. And this is specifically for my Spanish one class. Um, I'm hoping uh, that when I present this to them this coming Thursday, uh, that this will give them the ability to uh, go through and, you know, click on uh, the links that I have put in there for the videos and the audio bits Uh, And just give them some fun things to play with, you know, to really get them going. Because, you know, Spanish can be 
monotonous. You know, foreign language in general can just be droning on. And, you know, to somebody that doesn't really have an interest in foreign language, like most people, you know, it, it can just be daunting. Um, so having something engaging like that, especially something that the students can connect to, uh, is very important. Um, number three, it asks, how will you promote student safety and security when using multimedia in these lessons? Okay, so as you know, I work with high schoolers. Um, high schoolers <laughs> are very social media savvy, uh, among other things, and uh, they do like to test your limits uh, between, you know, students and teachers and and uh, they, they get into all sorts of things. We all know this. Teenagers are teenagers. Um, but basically, one of the best ways that I can promote safety and security with these things, number one, is going to be just to watch them. You know, when they're in my classroom or when they're around me, you know, part of my job is to watch them. That's part of what I do. And so... I'm just going to have to keep an eye on them. And the second thing that I can do is communicate with their parents to make sure that their parents are aware of what we're doing in my classes so that they know what their students should be doing at home and what they should not be doing at home, especially in regards to the fact that we just got these brand new Chromebooks for each of the students along with these hotspots. And, you know, there are certain things that they should and should not be doing with it. And they've all signed, um, a responsibility policy for each of these uh, devices. Now, obviously, you know, there are going to be some students, unfortunately, who are misusing their uh, Chromebooks or their hotspots, and then we will have to deal with them appropriately. Um, but having the parents involved and having them, you know, in the loop on what's going on with their student in each of the classes where technology and multimedia are concerned and the internet, especially, you know, it's going to be a big deal because we are fully expecting that we're going to have some parents who come to us and say, you know, well, I didn't know this was going on or I didn't know what to watch out for, or I didn't know this, you know, was a thing that he or she, my student was doing. Um, so that's something that, you know, we're going to have to figure out how to have those conversations with the parents. Um, but that should pretty much clear up everything. Uh, this was a wonderful project. It really fit this week, particularly because um, I am getting ready to go on spring break starting on Friday with Good Friday. And uh, so we had a four day uh, school week. And so with me being a high school teacher, of course, I chose option two for the project. So I created the four lesson plans. And so that just worked out perfectly for this week. And I'm going to just going to wrap this up by saying thank you to Dr. Bear. Um, this has been a wonderful experience. The class has been very, very uh, eye opening. And I appreciate the opportunity to go through it with you. Thanks.